Y'all, we can't even do this with a straight face. <laughs> Reagan is totally rocking out and reliving high school, college. I, oh, you know it. Hey guys, welcome to Happily Never After. <laughs> with the sweetest song ever from our younger years. Oh man, Truly, Madly, Deeply, Savage Garden, come Dude, on. Dude, I loved that song. Dude, so much. I mean, I was like, I would be like in the car driving, like, hold on y'all, I gotta sing this song. Like... <laughs> Reagan already makes fun of me because I like music that she likes to make fun of for being too emotional. Yes, yes. yes. Oh, that's right. Because what do you... I like Adele. Oh, yeah. Hello. (laughs) It's a good song. It's a great... Maybe not five times in a row. Nope. Mm -mm. Um, Don't do it. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. You will jump out of a window. Anyway. So, yay, guys. So, Reagan loves Campbell. Ladies and gentlemen. Why are we clapping? Because I felt like you needed to Oh my gosh, and the Dr. Robin. <laughs> you, you don't have to. I don't we don't have to do that? Me. Okay, fine. I don't, yeah. We are here for you again um, with this Hallmark fall movie. Yes. So amazing. Um, Which wait. was obviously filmed in the summer with fake ass fall leaves. So much fake I've ass fall leaves. I've never seen a, a leaf that red. Now, I have not been to Vermont, but I've never seen a leaf that shade of red. I mean, they exist... New England mm-hmm. past life, but yeah, I mean it's not in San Francisco. <laughs> even the actors themselves were like, "Yeah, this was obviously not filmed in the fall, so we had to get creative." Like, yeah. <laughs> they're just like, you know, um, it's a bit spoiling this it in Canada though because they had to wear sweaters and stuff. And I'm like, if they filmed that in real California, they'd be they'd be done. Hot as hell. Yeah, um, it's always cold in Canada. I think that's kind of the thing. So, guys, we have on deck for you today, truly, madly, sweetly. Mm -hmm. We couldn't get any cornier than that. No cornier could it get. This is the corniest cornball. And it's so bad in so many... But so good. I did. I was telling Reagan I was in a bad mood, and I forced myself to watch it, and I was in a much better mood afterwards. See? This is what Hallmark does for you. It is. It's what Hallmark does, I think, for most people. It is. We can ignore what's really happening and and act like we can open a bakery. Right, like Kavanaugh and... and, uh, Yeah. Global warming. (laughs) Absolutely. That's ridiculous, yeah. Anywho, so this movie is starring Nikki Deloche, which people just love this woman. Let me tell you. She's kind of sweet. She is. And Twitter was a buzz. I mean, Twitter was a buzz with her. I like that she doesn't look like she's just a 22, young, yes. super thin. I mean, she's thin. Yes, I'm she not is. saying anything about a figure, but she's no. not like... She probably digests full meals, <laughs> right? She doesn't throw anything up. Word. She hasn't had an eating disorder that we know about. No, no. She she's seems healthy. perfectly healthy. Delightful. Very, I mean, and just probably around our age. Super cute. Yes, or older, maybe. very. She but might yeah. be older than us. She might be early forties. I yeah. think. I mean, totally. I, I yeah, I liked her. I love her, and, and I think then, they've done her hair and makeup better than they've done most people's. The hair. I have some points on the hair a little bit here and there, but yes, the mm-hmm. makeup flawless. Absolutely, she's got a cute pink lip. It's very nice. Um, Dylan Neal mm-hmm. is the leading male in this one, and yeah. he's definitely older. Mm-hmm. But well matched with Nikki. Mm. Oh, Robin disagrees. <laughs> the doctor disagrees. <laughs> eh, it is what it is. No, I mean he's probably ten years older than her. Age wise, yes. Yeah. I mean, show. yeah, I can see that. I tend to. I like older guys. Me too. <laughs> so yeah, about ten years is is typically what I would <clears throat> be okay with. <laughs> 
there have been some rumors. The throat clear. Well, yeah. The heavy throat clear. There was that one time when I was really young, I dated an older guy, and my dad and brother stopped talking to me because of how much older he was. Are you serious? I was 22. The guy was 39. Let's tell our stories. Oh my God, I have a very similar story. Dude, I had no idea how old. I thought he was lying to me. We started dating before I knew how old he was. But we had worked together. Like, I was an intern, and he would worked. And Ooh, spill the he tea. He was just young. Oh, I was head over heels in love with this guy. But we, I think he impressed me because we actually did things. It wasn't like the beer pong parties or the let's go to the pizza shop. Right, it was, right. Yeah, out of college oh, or God. finishing college and just ready to be in, like, the real place. We went camping. Oh. Like, we went on tours of the city. We did this. We did this that. This is very it was just nice. Fun sophisticated right it was it was real yes it was real. okay so i was probably like 23 24 at the oldest and i remember meeting this guy on a plane because i was traveling for work of course as i've always Reagan's done in a plane more than she's anywhere else <laughs> for real just assume more than feet on the a ground plane crash, just text robin <laughs> you know my fear anyway it's not we'll let you know it's not her don't finish that thought okay so Met him on a plane. I used to fly to Phoenix a lot. He worked for Intel. <laughs> Just putting it out there. Because <laughs> he obviously was, he's listening to this. He was also 39. Hmm. And, like, we would just, like, he would, like, take me out to dinner when I went to yes. Phoenix. We would, like, hang out at his house. And he was putting in some, like, laser optic, fiber optic pool or whatever it was. And it was just, like, wonderful. let's hang out, air quotes. <laughs> Wow. Okay. It was very cool. We drank wine. We went out to nice dinners. Yeah. We saw Phoenix. We saw Mesa. It was beautiful. It's like a maturity level at that yes. point. That is so different. And so it was... Yes. So you want a mature okay. man like Dylan Neal. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, anyway. Maybe that isn't... Well, we'll get there. Okay. So getting back to the movie itself, Truly Madly Sweetly, because mm-hmm. um, you know there's going to be some baking all up in this. So... Who's should do you want me to do the synopsis? Do you want to do the synopsis? We're okay. Okay, y'all. So I took more notes than I've ever taken on a movie, and she like live tweets it and forgets the notes. Yes. So this is totally like new territory for us. New territory for happily never after because normally both right. (laughs) Normally both of us come to the table with like pages of notes and Mm -hmm. it's very detailed and all of that. And we never talk about the movies before we sit here. No, we don't because it would just ruin everything. Well, and it ruins the spontaneity. But so this time I live tweeted this one, which shout out to Hallmark Channel, shout out to Bubbly Sesh, shout out to. Um, uh, Deck the Hallmark podcast. Oh my gosh, so many like just cool like retweets and likes and all that good stuff. It was so much fun with you guys. And shout out to Ruth Hill, who is this really lovely lady who interviews a lot of the cast and she's on Twitter and they're all so much fun. She the one that did the Andrew Walker. She did the she did oh Andrew Walker. Yeah, well, Deck the Hallmark did Andrew Walker as well, and I like commented obviously because I'm in love with him like on the low low. Um, but anyway, there's nothing low, low about <laughs> announcing it on a podcast. <laughs> Not at all. Dude, I'm so in love with him. <laughs> so wrong. Dude. Um, oh my God. Yeah. Just, yeah. he's so damn fine. Right. Okay. Anyway. So, okay. So, so what if you happens... would ever want to call in Mr. Walker. <laughs> I'll keep her at bay yeah, long enough to I get promise. a real interview. I will not no, she's violate. <laughs> So professional. You stay where you are. Super we'll stay where we are. It'll be over the computer. Right. We can do this over Safety Skype. Safety first. <laughs> Safety in numbers. Okay. Uh, so 
Kidding. Synopsis. Truly, madly, sweetly. So, um, oh it damn. <laughs> What is There's her name? These two people. Natalie. Natalie. <laughs> Natalie. Nikki Deloche, Natalie. She runs a cupcake truck. Or, well, it's a she sweets runs, truck. Yes. It's a, yeah. They do all kinds of sweets. She's got a black uh, best friend who is really just helping her run her life. She's a very charming woman. She's very charming, this I black POC person of color friend. It's very good. So anyway, she has a cupcake truck. Um, Dylan, Neil, uh, Eric, he is a finance manager, okay? Very straight. He's all about the business. So they end up, their lives collide in this. Um, they Aunt end B. up inheriting Aunt B. Oh, Lord. Everybody got an Aunt B. I'm pretty sure I had one. South, they do. Yeah. Yes. They inherited a cupcake truck. They're in San Francisco. Or sorry, they inherited a bakery. So these two, who actually met on a street corner before this, but of course, because you got to have the meet cute moment. But anyway, so... They end up inheriting this bakery, and the whole thing is, are we going to keep the bakery and, like, bring it back to life, which is, of course, what the lady wants to do who owns the damn cupcake truck, or do we want to sell the bakery, you know, through this crazy real estate agent lady who's just, like, on the prowl, um, Courtney, and just get our money, cut our losses, and go, right, which is what finance manager wants to do. So they end up there's like this whole thing with the historical society. There's this robot man who's like all up in their business. And then they end up really rejuvenating this bakery and falling in love in the process. And there's a cupcake involved at the end that, yeah. So falling in love through a cupcake. Yep. As they say, it's, it's through the guy's stomach, right? Oh, Maybe that is just, no. 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 That's really, that through my stomach is the way to fall in love. Like, bring me a plate of lasagna. <laughs> wow. All right. Okay. So anyway. Uh, at this point, I'll just settle for someone that gives me attention. <laughs> just show up when you're supposed to. That would be nice. Right. <laughs> Shoot me an emoji. I'm still, okay. you know, waiting for that person at the, the CVS gas station, whatever. That's right. That Robin's still the waiting. same cupcake that I t- or candy or Or a bottle of Advil. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I'm not picky. So we start out in the cupcake truck. Yes, which I will say, like, the very second scene we have is this obnoxiously cute pig timer that I have. Not currently, but I had the same exact one. That's so cute. I, I love freaking baking. Freaking love to bake. Robin is very good. She makes oh, whoopie pies. Yes, I, I mean, love I can make like a damn good apple crisp, but that's easy. Robin makes like for real, for real stuff. It's really good. Yeah. There was a while where <laughs> I didn't have a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Um, I but like the character, and we'll get. She, she tells us this like. I don't know, maybe three quarters of the way through the movie. I feel like this was the longest Hallmark movie I've ever watched in my life, by the way. It was kind of, yeah. But, um... There's a lot of movies. I bake like crazy when I get stressed. But then my weight balloons, because I don't have a lot of people to feed to. Oh, Lord. So I really need to start having parties. She's lovely, people. She does not, I mean, just... Oh, Robin. Anyway. Anyway, um, but yes. Definitely feel the same way about baking all the time. I need to work on my icings. I'll work on that. <laughs> Decorating, it depends. Some things I'm good at, some things I'm not so good at. We'll get there. I'm but never... I'm telling you, if, if my life keep, 
keeps going the same way it's been going, Jessica's going to open a school <laughs> later. Because apparently you can open a bakery and have no money. Uh, that is what this movie has taught us. You can That's open really a bakery the of the movie. and not have a Someone's job. Someone's going to die and leave you stuff. You can completely change your career path with <laughs> very little investment, even though you're worrying about that investment the entire time. And it's going to be successful. <laughs> no, someone... fall in love at the same time. Someone actually live-tweeted that. They were like, this movie gave me hope that I will actually inherit a bakery and fall in love. Like, it was something like this. And I was like, no, Are baby girl. <laughs> I don't know. Me. I hope so. I hope to God. Because, baby girl, no. <laughs> that is not what you should pin your hopes and dreams on. No. That somebody, like, Aunt B is going to... Do you even have an Aunt B? Do yeah. you even have an aunt? <laughs> Who owns a bakery? <laughs> who could leave it to you? No, you if, know, if you have relatives, right? Like this is a flow chart. If yeah. if no, <laughs> befriend the oldest person. You keep know. your That's job. Advice for you. Keep your job. <laughs> anyway, okay. Mel Robbins says that too. By the way, wonderful woman. Love Mel Robbins. Listen to her all the time. She's freaking hysterical. Does she say keep your job? She has this whole video she put out on Instagram. She's a uh, she's a life coach. People. Um, has a law degree, completely changed her life, and um, she basically coaches people, have your dream, go after it, go after whatever brings you joy, don't go after what drains you, Right. go after what energizes you, but don't quit the job that you can't stand Right. until you make enough money to not need that job, because doing that's going to help teach you fortitude and perseverance, which you're going to need through the down years of your dream. She's very smart. This woman is very smart. Okay, sorry. Let's get back to the movie. So, okay. So, we're in the cupcake truck with the best friend of color. I like this. Yes. I can't remember her name, which is very sad. Look it up real quick. Okay, fine. They they don't put her in the cast. Okay. Go to IMDb. Okay, fine. Um, The electric goes out in the truck. Which then made me laugh hysterically, because I'm thinking, does she really need a manual timer when the peak timer comes up? I'm like, why the hell does she have a manual timer? <laughs> and then the electric goes out on the truck, and I'm like, that would be why. Yeah, that um, makes sense. I love the idea of a bakery food truck. And I kind of, she she's defensive throughout the movie when people talk about her truck or her whatever. And I do think that people just look at it as like, oh, she just has a bakery on wheels. Well, yeah, but a bakery on wheels is still a business. Like, she runs her own shit. Yeah, like, why is this, like, not okay? And I think I, I, I think it would be harder to run it on wheels. <laughs> Given you don't have three ovens, you have a smaller oven. Yes. You have to constantly have propane. You have to constantly make sure it runs. You have to constantly make sure... Because you can't just park a food truck anywhere. You have to have permits you have for permits? that. You have permits? Absolutely. It has to be in certain zones. Absolutely. Everything has to be Have done. you not seen the great food truck race? Well, yeah. Tyler Florence. I mean, watch that shit. You will know. That's what it's about. You need, like, five generators. Of course, she did not have the business plan to tell her that. No. Um, Sam is her friend. Sam. Sam. I just said bestie. Bestie isn't a whitey. God. (laughs) How horrible does that sound now that I'm saying it? It sounds really bad. But it's okay (laughs) because it's true. It's true. It's true. Okay. So we learn a little bit about her as well, about... um, uh, Natalie's background that she was obviously like in some relationship where she trusted someone like way too hard and it didn't work out. Okay, this is the story of every fucking woman's life. <laughs> oh my god. Like, every single person. I have been I there have. too. <laughs> Normally around her 20s, if not in her teens. <sighs> it's why I moved to New York City. Because <laughs> I trusted somebody too hard. <laughs> yeah. 
right? But you're supposed to. Like, yes. You shouldn't get married to someone if you can't trust them. You so. gotta put fo- both feet in, man. Just jump for it. I mean, maybe not when you're 40, Nikki Deloche. Wow. Maybe try that when you're 25, and then you learn, and then you can kind of recorrect and self-correct. You should and... have some instance. Um, okay. The guy was a complete douche. For fine, sure. Whatever. But I do have to laugh that she's like, her best friend's like, why don't you ask your parents for some money to get you started in this bakery so we can get out of the truck and blah, blah, blah. Right. And I, Okay. First of all, Bestie is supportive Bestie through the movie. Sam. She is. She's she is. great. I like her. She's also employed. Word. By her. Mm-hmm. I forget her character's name already. Oh, Natalie. Natalie, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. She's employed by Natalie. Natalie's so her she's boss. she's got two stakes in this, people. And she is on it hard. She's good. Which always, why is the person of color always the person who is, like, dependent upon these white people to, like, make or break their lives? I, I re- it could have been flipped and it would have been perfectly fine. Um, absolutely. Like, Sam could have owned the cupcake truck. Yeah. And then Natalie could have been, like, the baker and she could have been, like, the businesswoman, Sam. Yeah. Which she kind of was anyway. Right? She was, like, helping her guide through her whole life. Pretty oh, so irritating. But why don't you ask your, mom, your parents? And she's like... It's fine. She's like, I can't call my parents and be like, hey, I'm not doing so well at this adult thing. Can I borrow some money? First of all, you've had, like, 15, 20 years into this adult thing. Second of all, I just want to say, like... For real? I, granted, I'm in my mid-30s, and I feel like that. Yeah. I've had to call my dad and had some tough conversations, and I'm like, yeah, maybe not so well it's cool and we all go through that we all go through it yeah but you own your own fucking business how bad is it you have an apartment okay you want a house and you can't afford the house because you have a food truck and you're not making as much money as you could if you had a bakery fine whatever (laughs) but you own a fucking company yeah you don't have to answer to some other yeah. person and live someone else's dream. It was called, like, like, San Francisco or Frisco Sweet Treats or something like that. Because like, it was obviously San Francisco. She had, like, an LLC. It was all good. But she's one of those people that's, like, living her passion. And I'm like, isn't this what every TED Talk is about right now? <laughs> like, save the environment. Don't kill people. Yes. How to be an introvert and still do well. Don't be biased. Live your passion. Verna Meyer. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Right. So let's. what's up with the plot? Um, you got all the notes. <laughs> so the cupcake truck. Where so do we go from there? I go from here to her friend. Um, Sa- so Sam is talking about this blind date she had. She's yes. like, I asked the question. And the question is, if you had a superhero power, if you were oh, a superhero Lord. and you had a power, would you want invisibility or flight? And I'm like... Why is it narrowed down to those yeah, two? Yeah, like I hella wanted to be Storm. <laughs> My entire teenage years and oh college, like if I could control the weather... And be like that woman, I'd be the shit. Like, I still want to be Storm because it's tight as Halle Berry in a silver wig. Like that. Look like her. Cool. Yes, yeah. I'm ready. For I this. just wanted to be able to um, the next guy that I trust too hard. <laughs> tornado just pops up in his yard. It's Horde. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. Um, but anyway, I like I like the concept of it. And I like her response in a way. She's like, so if the guy says that he would rather have invisibility over flight, he's totally shady. Oh. Because he wants to hide. Why did like, I miss he this? he wants to hide, so he's shady. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I get where she's coming from, but not everyone who thinks invisibility is cool is a peeping Tom. No. Some of them are Harry Potter fans, people. Oh, the cloak. Yes. Well, we just, oh, wow. I just okay. totally, yeah. Okay. Did something that has nothing to do with the Harry Potter fandom and probably should never have anything to do with the Harry Potter fandom. It's cool. Um, 
But then immediately, quintessential Hallmark, we have to set up the scene that she had this bad relationship, she doesn't want to date anymore, blah, 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 blah. And I just feel like, do we really always have to set the woman up to be the victim? Yeah. Yes, we do. Because this is Hallmark. And like... <laughs> Lifetime? Yeah. Sometimes we are victims, They do a better right? job. I have a lot of victim stories, but I also have the ending where I'm like, you know what? I'm done with you. Yeah, fuck I'm this. I'm done being the victim. The fuck this ending. Yeah. You know what? If you're not going to pony up and be a grown-ass adult... Right. The guy watch that, me do it. Yeah, the guy that I trusted too hard, I left his ass. Yeah. Like, and it was not that hard. Or, <laughs> I'm focusing on my Hoard. career because I want to focus on my career. Right. Not because I can't trust a man. Exactly. It's just no. because, you know what? Yeah. No one comes up that is that important. Right. And I think we've all gone through those times, right? It's not that we necessarily... Like, people ask me all the time, why aren't you dating all the time? And it's just... Because I don't really want to go through it. Yeah. I don't have the energy. I'm tired. <laughs> We've got these small children. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's a lot. Ugh. I don't have time for baby problems. So she... <laughs> So she's got some sign or whatever, and she's on the street, and then she bumps into Dylan well, well, Neal. We meet is, him first. Do we meet him yeah, first? Yeah, we go back oh, to him. my bad. Just to see who he, because we, we've spent too much time on the girl. Okay, right, right, right. Um, real quick, we just flash to the guy, just because I have this note, like, he yeah. answers the phone, he says a bunch of stuff, <laughs> and I just start laughing, and I'm like, this actor has no idea what he's saying. Is this like a bunch of stuff like the place where he works, or is this like just answering like, the phone and talking about financial stuff? Oh, like derivatives like, and and sell the all these pork belly together. And I'm like, no person talks like that. Even if you're in that field, yeah. maybe if you're at a financial manager's conference, my best friend is a financial analyst. I have never heard her say shit like that before in my entire life. And she's been at this for 15 years. Like, I can't even think of anything besides sell the pork bellies. <laughs> Wait, this is how financial I am. Trajectories, whatever, I don't know. But I just really felt like... Did he have, like, graphs and charts? I don't remember. He was on the phone. But he's just saying all this stuff, and I'm like, he has no idea what that actually means. I guarantee you that actor doesn't know. No, he doesn't. Because they don't method act in in Hallmark movies. Nobody goes and analyzes how to do these real No, 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 no. Um... Anyway, then we go back to food truck. Okay. Her friend, and this is where I find out the guy, right? Because they're like live streaming this interview with this baker who has a new book out. Oh, right. <laughs> it is the fakest, fakest streaming thing ever. It's like, like we've talked about the one Meghan Markle movie where she was in like yes. Pacific Northwest with the horrible. With the green screen? Yes, the horrible green screen. It was that with two people in front of it. On an iPad screen, which oh, makes Lord. it even worse. It was so bad. Wait, I need to break in here with, like, Hallmark and these iPads. Like, it's like the iPad is the new thing of technology, so yeah. we just bring them it's into like the every movie. Phone. Yeah, it's like they just bring it wherever they can. They're just bringing them into these movies. Yeah. And if, honestly, if they're Last year it was iPad, a laptop. <laughs> if they're going to have the iPad, they're going to have that square thing in it so that they can swipe the damn... It doesn't even look realistic. <sighs> no, it's And we're going to watch good. this fake streaming thing. So now we know who the guy is yes. that broke her heart. He's a baker. Ooh, big oh, big shot. Oh, my gosh, He's yes. famous. So I'm like, okay. And I forget what um, Natalie said, but I just put, a little bitterness goes a long way. Oh, wow. And I feel like... <laughs> Bitter girl. <laughs> I, I, I feel that. I'm with you. Um... And then that's where she's holding the sign. Okay, so got we'll go it. Back to you here. So back on the street, she's got this I got four sign. Pages in notes, honey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Robin's just getting queued up. So she's got this sign. It's like heavy or whatever. It's and the she... chalkboard sign with the specials. Yes. So she bumps into 
uh, Eric. Eric on the street and he spills his coffee on his shirt, right? So, and it's this very, like, you know, it's, it's supposed to be cute. It's yeah, awkward. It's the meet cute, awkward moment where they meet and she has, you know, obviously, you know, it's the by chance meeting. And so he's like, oh, you know, like. He's frustrated. Yeah, he's super she, frustrated because he's like, you know, that he's like been running financials in his brain, like, while he's walking. He needs to get back to the office. He's got to get back to the office. And now he's got to change his shirt. He's got to go shopping. <laughs> okay, for, I don't know one guy. Like, are you really going to go shopping? If you're walking to work through a park that has food trucks, you probably live (laughs) close enough to go the hell home. Or you're just going to, like, go to a bathroom and do the best you can with it, and you're just going to tell your clients, look, I spilled coffee on my shirt. Like, tell them the story. They'd laugh. They'll laugh. Some stupid, blonde, depressed girl who runs a cake cake truck. Because that's what he's thinking. Meanwhile, she has all these napkins, and she is rubbing it very aggressively into his shirt and It was so odd. Like, you're making it worse, lady. Wow. This is a very awkward moment now. More awkward than it already was. She puts her number on a napkin and is like, listen, I'll pay for your dry cleaning. Here's my number. Let me know. I get from, like, a business owner's perspective, sure. you don't want the angry client out there, you don't want the bad Yelp review, whatevs, but Yo. she goes back in the truck. And this Sam's is San like, Francisco, not Little Rock, Arkansas, know, okay? I'm, I'm not sure just putting my number on a napkin and being like, call me and let me know how it turns out. Well, and <laughs> I'm, you're moving a big-ass chalkboard. What was he doing? Yeah, he didn't he see was, you. He like, on his phone. I don't like, know. That's no excuse anymore, people. No, it's like, not. watch where the hell you're going. I am very adept at phone walking. Oh, wow. This is going to be in Reagan's resume. It's a whole thing. Um, (laughs) But yeah, but she, and then she goes back in the truck and her best friend's like, um, you gave a guy your number. I'm so proud of you. And she's like, I just spilled coffee all over your Okay, it wasn't like that, Sam. Okay. That was so annoying. But they had this like moment where they made eye contact for the first time and like everything stopped for five seconds. And I'm like, do we really, like we get, we are smarter than this. Okay, wait. And I got to break in here, people. (sighs) Because, listen. Oh, she just leaned. I just <laughs> leaned into the mic. Dylan Neal, if you don't know who he is. Which Dylan, not. Okay, yeah. So, we, you know, we've had, this is an educational moment here. He was Pacey's brother in Dawson's Creek. Now, if you are like me and a hard fucking core Dawson's Creek watcher, you would know who Dylan Neal is because he played Pacey's brother. Can't remember his name right now. <laughs> oh, you're so hardcore. I've had too much wine. <laughs> But I might remember it by the end of the show. Or maybe I'll IMDb it. Either way. He um, was on that show. I was really tempted to tweet him about Pacey and whatever. But I didn't. Because I just thought, like, it's been a while. 20 years. So, either way, I just felt like, wow, he's a lot older now. (laughs) I felt like his hair is sort of barely hanging on. It's, it's like a grayish blondish. Yes. Um, but he's still good looking. He, he's he, somewhat, yeah. I mean. He's a very flat face. If you, yes. If you take, if you go back to like Dawson's Creek days, like, you're like, oh damn, did Pacey's brother, like with the chisel and all that. Like, I mean, you know, Doug, Doug, that was his name, Dougie. So. Oh, wow. That's my brother's name and my father's name. Oh, that's so cute. That's anyway. So I just had to take you back to that moment. Anyway. As I explained to Reagan earlier, um, I had like two channels because my parents weren't paying for cable. And they were like, like you want to watch that show? Have fun. <laughs> you want the Go WB? You better figure it out. <laughs> I don't even know because I think at that time that station probably came through without cable. I don't know. 
We lived in the boonies. By the way, this podcast is brought to you by um, Apothic Inferno, three glasses deep, and uh, <laughs> and White Claw hard seltzers, black cherry. Oh, cool. get up in that. It is pretty good. It low yeah. cal as well, one hundred calories. Awesome. Okay, right. can't beat it. All right. Yeah. So we have this chiseled guy who got old. Is basically all right. <laughs> and she just fell off the chair again. Um, what did I say? So, anyway, uh, Eric goes back to his office. His fr- his friend, Bestie at Work, who's another person of color, and a damn fine person of color at that. <sighs> he was a very good-looking man. Really? I thought so. I wasn't feeling him. I like that real skinny guys. Okay. He was skinny. He was skinny. He was so skinny. And he had a really thin face. He looked like he ran the marathon for Kenya. But anyway... <laughs> Can we stay in the country? Okay, go he ahead. He could have been a marathon runner. I'm sorry, go ahead. Wow. Wow. I liked his smile. It lit up his face. Oh, my god. The gosh. marathon. Wow. Okay. Like there's Move, only one. Moving on. Yeah. Because you can only run a marathon if you're from Kenya. I'm just going to point out that the black person in the room said that. <laughs> there was not a white person going. <laughs> you're right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway. Um... <clears throat> By the way, Eric is a single father at the moment. Yes. His, um, his ex-wife is uh, Doctors Without Borders. We find this out later. She yeah. decided to take a year and go. I, f- I forget where she's, she went. I think they said it, but I don't remember. Convenient. Um, yeah, convenient. But I will say, I, well, I'll mention it later when we get there, because I haven't, like, probably three lines on that one. Yeah. Um, but his daughter reminded him that there's a bake sale. And we were laughing at PTO stuff, because... I'm now in PTO. I won't say all the things that I want to say. Well, I've been going to the meeting, but I was actually scared of, of joining the PTO and going. I went to the first meeting just to see what it was like because I was real nervous because of PTOs, like, as they're represented in this. Like, yeah. they have a bake scale, and you can't... Dad, they, they like things to be homemade. Okay, first of all, um, in no. this day and age, you cannot homemade... Reagan just commented on my whoopie pies, right? You can think whatever the hell you want. I am not allowed to take those to school. No, you have to bring everything store-bought. Yeah. Everything. Everything. And by the way, just saying, my icings, I'm working on. <laughs> Publix can outdo me in frosting any freaking time. We no have shouted out Publix it. so I'm, much on this podcast. like gift cards for groceries, <laughs> you just, you need to contact me. They better be sponsoring us pretty soon. I'm just soon. saying. Um, but amazing. And so... I don't know. Anyway, his his coworker is talking to him. He mentions that he has to bring something for the bake sale, and his like coworker guy goes off about how you have to do it the right way and blah blah blah. And the look on his face, I just feel like he had some kind of traumatic bake sale experience <laughs> at some point. And I just feel like he like, like got sick from a bake sale. But you say that in nineteen ninety one. Yeah. Way back, even though he, he's not married and have kids. So I, maybe something happened to his mama. I don't know. <laughs> but I just feel like he had some kind of traumatic experience. Yes. And, and it's funny because if you mention the PTA, most <gasps> most people will give you the same look, which is, oh, hell, you didn't join the PTA. Like, I've mm-hmm. gotten, like, five looks today just on that. Yeah. So far. His name is Dalius Blake, by the way. The uh, the friend, Nick. Uh, ooh. Oh, wow. That okay. picture is We're gonna let I, uh, kind of aggressive looking. Let you admire the IMDb pic. Well, no, I'm just like, 
He's like looking over his brow. I'm like, I that's know. That's not sexy. No. Oh, you don't like it. Okay. That's well. that's like mugshot. Okay. All right. <laughs> so anyway. I mean, he has a come hither smile ish on his face. It which is, is co- fine. Yeah. Is looking over your brow like that. Yeah. No. no. And he's got those deep set eyes. It's a little bit scary. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. So. Uh, uh, we flash to the food truck. She gets served papers, but she's not told she's served. But some guy in a suit who happens to be another ethnicity, big shock, who doesn't have a name or more than one line, hands the manila envelope, manila envelope to uh, Natalie. We flash to finance firm, which can be a finance firm, but the finance section of this whatever firm it is. Yes. And, and Eric gets the a same papers. Coffee. Yes. And turns out. There's some woman named B. <laughs> Aunt right? B. Old Aunt it's, B. It's Eric's Aunt B. It's some customer B to Natalie, which was very... Con- I didn't find this out until halfway through the movie. I'm like, there's a connection and I missed it. <laughs> I didn't know how they were... Con- B used to be her con- a customer. Here's the thing, though, y'all. This like is Mayberry what I noticed. People. This is, It is like Mayberry. This is what I noticed in this movie. So you've got the two leads that are white. They just made everybody else people of color. They did. <laughs> It was so, like, haphazard and just, Wait. like, throwing out roles to, like, black people. It was so crazy. Hey. Sam's black. The best friend at the firm is black. The damn loan officer is black. Like, everybody else is black. Or, right, right. Who was, wait, who this, was Asian? Well, the guy that delivered the paper <gasps> to the food truck. The historical society the guy. The historical society guy. Robot and man. Here's, okay, here's my... I call him Robot Man. Yes, I know that. <laughs> I feel like... There are, like, three names that Asian people have in movies. And his name <laughs> Where is Where are you going with this? <laughs> yeah, And yeah. I'm like... Did we... Yeah. There are more Asian names but than there, Wong. But there are people named Wong? There are people named Wong. I just feel like... And, and I think it... I, I, I just... I hear that all the time. I'm like, can we... Right. Can we diversify from Wong? Yeah. Okay. I hear. I that. mean, maybe maybe it's just a bone to the husbands that have to watch with their wives so that they can laugh at something. Because yeah. Wong is a name that that pubescent boys use in not so nice terms. I'm like, do we really need to use that one? Oh yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. So they end up at this attorney's office, right? I mean, can we yeah. get there? I think. Yeah. Right. They meet in the lot. It's a whole big like ceremony. Oh type my moment, gosh! Which is yes. So they see each other at the elevator, and then they try to ignore. He like ignores her. He's like you, and he doesn't look at her anymore. And I'm like, you two are the only two fucking people there. <laughs> but they end up like having a nice conversation at the elevator. Yes. And then they, when they realize, so that they're on the same floor, and then they get to the floor, and then they realize they're at the same desk to see the same person. And then, like, they say it in unison, and that part is sort of lame. Like, I'm here to see Mr. Blah, 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 you know, at the same time, y'all. Stupid. The elevator doors open. With two I was O's. more upset that the elevator doors open at the same time. <laughs> yes. They're, they're in the lobby. Two elevators right next to each other open yep. at the same time, and they yeah. get into different they elevators. They get into different elevators. That never... That it never happens. No, because guess what? Aren't like, they, like mechanized. Even so if you get in different them. elevators, like you could still go to the same place. Or if you get in one elevator, you could go to different places. Like there are enough people in the elevator. It's not. Yeah. yeah. But okay, whatever. And guess what? You're going to see an attorney. You're both there to see probably attorney. Like, mm-hmm. it like the chances that you're on the same floor. Like that's not a big deal either. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You could still see. Okay. Agreed. I'm sure one attorney doesn't occupy an entire freaking floor. Get it together. Anyway, it's just the whole thing. I, I made way too much of a deal about the elevator. I okay. just felt like that was... 
I was just, I, re- I paused it and was like, that never happens. At least it didn't open into somebody's apartment. Oh, very true. <laughs> Bride for Christmas. Some lawyer laid oh. out on his red velvet couch. Andrew Walker. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, they're basically at this attorney's office, and this is where they learn that they're going to see the same person because they're there for the same purpose, which is Aunt B. B passed away. By the way, they both look kind of shocked. B died. And I'm like, she's your aunt. Do you not know she died? Okay. Especially for him, because it's his actual like blood relative. It's his blood relative. And we find out later, like, the bakery was owned by his grandparents. It's a family bakery, and he's like, he has no idea. And, <laughs> and he has letters from there. He remembers being in the kitchen. Oh, totally. Totally. Completely shocked. Yeah. And Natalie doesn't even, she's like, oh, like, I wondered why she hasn't shown up at the food yeah. truck for a month. And I'm like. <laughs> and he says something like, oh, I never just, never got enough time to spend with her. Like, really? Yeah. For your finance job. Funeral, obviously. <laughs> you're her only living relative. You're a you terrible nephew. All over that. Eric is a terrible nephew. That's what we're learning from this. Eric's a terrible person <laughs> until 75% of the movie. That's how I feel. Like, he's good with his daughter. He is. All the scenes he's with his daughter. Great with cute. his daughter. It's very cute. It's everything else. Yes. Okay. So they inherit this bakery. So he inherits the bakery building, oh, right, and she right. inherits the, the carriage house, house, which becomes this whole thing because it looks like a garage, and it basically is a garage, and everyone calls it a garage, and she corrects them that it has to be a carriage house. Fine, whatever. You bet it. This was issues. all ablaze on Twitter as well. Like, everybody was like, ha, 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 she just keeps correcting people about this carriage house. Well, <laughs> I was like, it's it not that funny. It didn't look like a carriage house. Like, it looked like a, uh, it looked like a garage. I also need a break, here to, break in here to tell you one thing, people. This movie was the highest rated cable network movie for that day, for the week. And there was some other stat that I was going to share that I can't remember. (laughs) Y'all, you should have just seen her face. Her eyes got huge left. But yeah, she doesn't need any more wine. But anyway... That's what we're dealing yeah, with here. Nothing else was on TV. That's right. Oh, I think it was. Oh, it was tied for the most views of like the fall harvest Hallmark movies. Tied. Ever? Tied. Ever? Ever. Girl. <laughs> wow. So, Hallmark, give me know. a call. Yeah. Call us. I really us. think that we could work together. Call us. Um, we got this. And basically, they're like, okay. And, of course, Natalie's all, like, lit up because this, this building used to be a bakery. And she's like, ooh, I inherited part of this property. Yeah. And he's just like, well, we're going to sell it, obviously. Yes. Delito's Bakery is what it's called. But. Which, who's Italian? I don't know. Yeah. No, no one in that family. <laughs> no. Um, not a damn person. But the attorney and, and Eric are looking at each other. And they're both starting talking about, you know, the price. And it's prime market and prime mm-hmm. location and all this stuff. And then she's like, well, well, shouldn't we look at it first? Like, she's, like, taking what I think is the logical route. Of course. Like, and we should look start, at it and see what's in there. And they, like, look at her like she's crazy and then start mansplaining. Oh, girl. Property <laughs> and selling. And I'm like, the woman owns a fucking food truck. Do you think she doesn't know her way around this stuff? She has to know her way around this stuff. Chances are she doesn't own her own building yet because she's looked into how much it costs and she looks into zoning laws and she looks into this and she looks into that. Listen, we have talked about mansplaining douches on this podcast before. (laughs) 
Eric. We are not here for this. No. If Eric you and think attorney. you're going to mansplain real estate and property and bakery business mm -hmm. to this woman, just stop it. Stop it right now. Well, she kind of... <laughs> Yeah, she kind of lets it go. Like she doesn't, uh, she doesn't fight back. But she's like, well, shouldn't we look at it first? Yes, she she fights back with just like pure logic and just pure like well innocence. Like she's gonna uh, play yes. the innocent dumb card. Yeah. And and I hate to say it, but sometimes you you have to. Yeah, just to like. And eventually bring yeah, she people gets back to your yeah. But I get it. Look at it. Prime real estate in there's, San Francisco. There's equipment in there that works. There's three people in the street. <laughs> we are downtown prime real estate, San Francisco. You got three peeps. Yeah. By the way, which is no longer San Francisco by this point. You can tell. <laughs> None of it is. And I'm no. just like, what? no. Okay. So fine. Anyway, um, <clears throat> the historic structure, it doesn't look historic on the outside at all. Not it at all. It doesn't fit the period of San Francisco. It does not it's fit San Francisco. Freaking. We'll get there. Oh. So, booming city with five people in the street. Grew up in Silicon Valley anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, what did I, that's a lot of information to be dropped on them. And, oh, because they find out about the attorney. They go to look at this place and he's like, well, obviously we're going to sell. Let's make a deal right now on what we're going to do with this. And I'm thinking, like, who, who makes a decision within 24 hours? Yeah. Like, no. I'd be so processing and yeah. fuzzy at this point. Yeah. And he keeps pointing out that he owns 75% of the property, and she only owns 25%. Which comes into play later. But yes, it's, it, it's so annoying. It's the whole movie. He keeps bringing it up. This is why I don't like him. No. Until He's much super later. annoying at first. Yes, he's super annoying. Anyway. So. They find out that it's a historic structure. Right. So it's on the historic register. And so, just so people understand, if you ever look at this, you can be on a, if a city has a historic district, you can be in the city's historic district, you can be in the state historic district, or you can be on the federal list. And they all have different criteria and different grants, but they know it's hella expensive to do the stuff period, which is why they give you money back. Mm. Yeah, you have to go through the paperwork. Yeah. But they, oh my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> Eric Robin. knows this woman, Courtney. She's real estate agent. She does commercial real estate. Oh God, they Courtney! They go to see her. Courtney's already like, I've tapped this man. Don't go near him because you're a woman, and therefore your competition. So oh she my God! Automatically hates. This was one of my tweets that got retweeted by the Hallmark Channel <laughs> because was I said, nice? "Oh no!" It, well, no. I mean, there. Are, I I I clean you up my tweets. Down. I totally tone down my tweets for the live tweeting because I want them to, you know, mm -hmm. retweet and shit. But um I did like the side eye face and I was like this is my face anytime another woman shows up in a Hallmark movie. <laughs> because you know me people, what is your angle, Missy? Yeah. What's your angle, Miss Hussy? And it's coming always... in here. Yes. Monday morning quarterback with your real estate license. <laughs> She's obviously has maybe a broker, <laughs> and she sits down and and you know again, attorney. An attorney's not an idiot, no. right? If no. attorney's giving you property, he's probably done his own freaking research because he's a smart individual and actually deserves having the law degree that he has. So, <laughs> well, yeah, not if you got it at Charlotte Law. That's another thing you guys should look up later. Here and there, Charlotte <clears throat> Law School is no longer. <clears throat> oh wow! Oh jeez. Anyway. Okay. So, lawyer. Gives them property, prime real estate. Everything's great about this. 
they go to the real estate agent, and she's like, oh, yeah, it's great, except it's not going to sell because it's in historic zone, and um, rezoning cases and blah, blah, blah. You can't get historic properties rezoned very easily. And Okay, I'm just going to break it down. Oh, no. Here we go with um, Robin's wisdom. Know, <laughs> my doctorate degree is in urban regional analysis, which is part geography, part planning, and I've been a planner for over 10 years. Different things. I've written historic district commission rules. Most of the time, historic district commission rules play to the outside of the building. You want it to look from the outside, right? Because if you're going to live in it, you want to live in it, you can update certain things because you have to update certain things for building codes and, and various things. If you live in a flood zone, you can elevate the historic structure. Like, it doesn't have to say exactly the same. Mm -hmm. That's good said, education. Your windows, because they're inside and outside. Yes, if they were leaded glass, you need to get leaded glass windows. If you need, um, if they had wood siding, then you're going to replace it with wood siding. And it depends on the period. There are some structures that are like pre-Civil War that they actually want you to use the old nails. Oh, God. Um, that <laughs> tends to happen mostly at park sites. Mm -hmm. um, so they're already federally owned properties. Um, but just different things. And yes, you have to go through a, a committee because they're they're responsible for maintaining the integrity of the structure. Correct. They're not trying to be pieces of shit. <laughs> right? But their website has all this stuff. You can look this shit up on the website. There's a list of colors, right? Did they have flamingo pink siding no. in the 1800s? No. By no. the way, this building was probably in the 1920s. Yeah. That, it looked a little yeah. 20s, yeah. So... <laughs> I'm just like, they make it out like it's going to make it or break it. People, there are investors that look just for historic buildings. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, the people who are scared of historic buildings have never done it before. Mm -hmm. But they make a ton of money. Is this when Robot Man comes in? <laughs> we don't meet him yet, but he is on the Historic District Commission. Oh, like, Robot Man. We don't Man. meet him yet, but this is just Courtney going on and on and on about how the historic zone reduces its values and it can't be rezoned. Okay, here's my other issue. You, there's no, I don't think there's any place in the country that has a zone that's just for bakeries. <laughs> so that would make no damn sense. If there's a bakery, a bakery is either considered a service or a commercial business. So if you can put one commercial business in there, you can put another fucking commercial <laughs> business in there. You don't have to rezone the property, necessarily. Now there could be different commercial zones, so maybe you want to do something different with it. But they're not going to tell you no from one commercial place to another unless you need to rip out something for a big-ass parking lot. And this has been Dr. Robin's special education on commercial zoning. <laughs> I will say, every case is unique. But in my humble experience, yes. this is shit. So so humble. That was, There's a lot of humility in that comment. I just okay. You're making an awful lot of assumptions. Like, you don't know what your buyers may want to do with this property. You can't yeah. make assumptions. Absolutely. You're right. you got to know your limitations, yes. But most of the time, if it's prime real estate in the middle yeah. of San Francisco, the limitations actually make it more valuable. Ah, I see. So what happens next? <laughs> I have a lot more that I'm just not going to continue on. Uh, the fact that nobody wants the property in prime real estate, and it makes no sense. Um, yeah, even if they wanted to make it something else, that doesn't make any sense, right? Like, you, yeah. just because it's a bakery doesn't mean you have to keep it a bakery. Like, you could turn it into, like, a freaking guitar center, I guess. Like, whatever. Like, you could make it, I yeah. mean, maybe yeah. not a guitar center. But you know store. what I'm saying. You can make it a music you store. Can, yeah. Make something out of it. Sure, 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 sure. Um, similar customer base, you can make the argument it's fine. It takes time, yes. Guys, if you need help, just, just 
let the show know. And, and I'll see what I can do. Just email but, us. Um, Happily never after pod at gmail.com. Yeah. The fact that she thinks no one, like none of her buyers want this property in prime real estate. And here's the thing. We find out later she makes this one comment. And again, I jump on this stuff because it bothers me. No one's going to want to put condos there. No, you shouldn't have condos in the middle of a fucking business district. <laughs> makes no sense. But what about all these live, work, eat places? Yeah, they have businesses on the bottom and yeah. then the top. Yeah, and then the top's the condos. Okay, totally cool. All right, I'm just asking. But I don't know. Well, fine. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you're not going to put a condo building yeah. in between two two thriving businesses in downtown San Francisco. I hear that. I mean, you might, but I hear probably that. not. <clears throat> a hotel, maybe. So anyway, <laughs> truly, madly, sweetly. Um, so let's get back to the bakery part. That makes me happy. Let's get back to it. So she, any, uh, Natalie goes back to the truck. Okay. She's talking to her friend and her friend's like, you should ask him if you could have the bakery there. Cause you've always been looking for a building. And I'm thinking to myself, like, <laughs> do you have to give, obviously, I think one of the smartest people in this movie, the dumbest line. <laughs> of course she's thought about that. Yeah. I mean, you would think that. That's been on her mind that she's been looking, mm-hmm. she's been wanting to go brick and mortar for a long time and she hasn't been able to because her freaking cupcake truck and it, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, fine. Like, fine. 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 Yeah. When Reagan says fine, it's, it's never fine. Never fine. fine. Um, and then she basically goes to make the pitch to Eric. Like, we could go into business together. We yep. could blah, 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 blah. And I forget the exact conversation. He does his like crazy over exaggerated <laughs> hand gesture that I just feel like like you're an idiot. And then he's like, just because you have cupcake on wheels doesn't mean that you know how to do any of this stuff. And I'm like, it's a yes, business. Yes, it does. Stop with the shade. Because we find out you may not be as good at this financial stuff as you think you are. Because he loses his damn job. <laughs> they basically shut down his entire department <laughs> through a letter, y'all. Yeah, it was and so cold blooded. So cold blooded. The friend. What's his best friend's name? Nick. We, we, we looked up the actor's name. Nick. Nick. His name's Nick. Nick's like, did you hear the bad news? And he's talking about something about Aunt B's property. And he's like, <laughs> no, B. like we don't have jobs anymore. And he's like, what? Okay, they shut the whole damn department down. No company is that I know of. Now you correct because I'm not the business. No, person. hey, where I Are work, they gonna, would not do this. Would you get rid of a whole department? And have no one in that department have any clue that it's happening? If you're in the financial department, wouldn't you know something's wrong? People, they sent them a letter to say that they had no jobs. <laughs> like, yeah. that is as cold-blooded as you could get. And I'm sure it may happen, but I don't think to a whole department. No, not to a whole department, people. And they're your finance people. I'm right. just thinking, like... It's These people be a have branch clients, of the and, like, what are you going to do? Like, they've got... Cont- anyway, it's fine. They have access yeah. to... Anyway, okay. Um, anywho, so yes, yes, and 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 so he's like, okay, well, maybe I should do the bakery now. Now that I don't have anything uh, to do all day, and she wants to do this, and I'm. Just and like, here's my thing: with what money? <laughs> yeah. With what money, dude? Like, I get that Aunt B left you a bakery, but she didn't also leave you three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> like, apparently, with he has what money, money saved. He's recently gotten this divorce, though. I think within the last couple of years, so I guarantee he had the money. <laughs> You know she took half of his 401k. She probably took half of everything. <laughs> That's why she's in another country. Like, I got this saved. I can go do good now. Yeah, she's in, like, I'm Namibia, set. like, healing people. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. 
Anyway. Oh, you just threw that out. This whole part was just like, I what just, is going on? I really feel like life <laughs> fell into place like that in real life. Yeah. And this is just not real. That at all, be, people. Not that real. That would be, yeah. Okay. By the way, do not bank. Even though I would like to say that I had some rich relative or a relative that owned property that's going to leave it to me when they pass away untimely. Don't. I'm not going to run my life on that. Mm-mm. This is just, you know, the more you know. <laughs> with the rainbow, she did it with her hands. <laughs> that was great. Okay, um, y'all. All right, so. So they're talking. Uh, mm-hmm. Natalie and Eric. He, all he's talking about is money and okay. 75%. Yeah, right. All she's talking about is the baking. He said his respect level needs an adjustment. <laughs> yeah, I put that down. Because they were like arguing. He's like, we need to do this and this and this. And she's like, well, we need three ovens. We need a new fridge. Oh, like, this is where they're talking fridge. about the equipment. Okay, people. She runs the bakery on the truck she knows what they would need for equipment she knows how many ovens they would need how many refrigerators like how much counter space they would need how many sinks they would need like she knows all this stuff she has done it he trusts her zero he questions everything everything is like a friggin' argument with this dude about why do we need that many how come we need to get new stuff what do you mean and it's just like the guy doesn't even own a bag of flour (laughs) Which we learn later. Yes, we learn later because he forgot about the fucking bake sale. (laughs) So, Natalie to the rescue, even though you keep shutting her down, you cold-blooded piece (laughs) Chauvinistic douchebag. Mansplaining douche. Oh, yeah, I did put that. Yeah, and his respect level needs an adjustment. That's the nicest way I could say that. Yeah, I mean, he's mansplaining about baking and kitchens when he doesn't even know anything about it, which is so friggin' annoying. He does annoying. have a nice-looking kitchen for someone that obviously never uses it. Dude, his kitchen was bomb at his house. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, can I get into this kitchen? Your kitchen's pretty Can nice, I get... Well, I like my kitchen, but, like, yeah, I like his big. backsplash better. Like, <laughs> can I get this backsplash? Can I get this granite? Like, holler at me with that hood. Like, I'm saying. Dude, they're having this argument. His daughter comes into the room, talks to him. They have this great interaction where you can see he's a human being. Uh, and his Not a financial robot. pump warm blood sometimes. His daughter walks away, and then he looks at Natalie. And he's a like, mammal. <laughs> he's an actual mammal. Just in case you thought he looked a little snake-like. Just in case you thought he was a bird. Okay. <laughs> They have cold blood. Uh, anyway. Okay. Um, right? <laughs> anyway, actually, let's, not, let's not debate that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna, sure. I'm gonna go. I don't think they're cold-blooded. I think it's just amphibians and reptiles. But you look that up because I could be completely wrong. Okay, go ahead. I'm just named after one. That's all I know. Yep. I like the feathers. Anyway, his <laughs> daughter walks away and then he looks at Natalie and is like, that's my daughter. Birds have more blood. <laughs> I thought, but I didn't want to say that. Okay, just just so we're aware. Reagan's, Reagan's on the floor. Her ass is in the air. Her forehead's on the floor. I'm oh, sorry. Okay, go ahead. I don't know if she's ever had this much to drink before we started. I have. So. I have. Oh. All right. Okay. Jess, this is for you the next time you're flying. Because I know you're going to be dying laughing at this. Oh, my gosh. Our friend okay. Jess that laughs at us when we Jessica laugh. Drummond, we, we miss you. And we want you on this podcast next time. Um, okay. But I just feel like, does he really need to look at Natalie and say, that was my daughter? Why <laughs> else isn't obviously tank little girl going to be in your house unless you messed up? Unless <laughs> you messed you're, you're a financial person. You haven't told anybody you lost your job. So why is this random 10-year-old in your house? 
You know, she's not cleaning. That's my daughter. <laughs> yeah, like, no shit, dude. Yeah. All right. Can we get back to you telling me how to run a bakery since I don't know? I would really like to learn more about that. Anyway, he goes into the ex-wife, Doctors Without Borders. I will say it's a nice change of pace that they didn't kill off the mom. That's true. That's like, true. She's still alive. She's doing something good. She's an intelligent woman. Yeah. He doesn't badmouth her. <laughs> she's not, like, wrecked completely because because they broke up. She doesn't have a cocaine habit or yeah. a drinking problem. Yeah. She is actually going yeah. and healing people, again, in Namibia or something of that nature. I can't. Okay. We're okay. going to move on. We can't validate that. Um, and then we also find out that Courtney, a.k.a. crazy-ass real estate agent woman, um, was one of the, as he explains it, he goes, I dated people here or there. She was a here, and I was a there. Is that what he said That's about her? That's how he explained their relationship. <sighs> Courtney is the hungriest looking girl in this whole movie. <laughs> and, and, and I kind of get it, but at the same time, like, again, do, Every why time do we she have to walks... paint the evil woman, like the woman yes. who obviously has an attitude problem, is because she wants to jump on his shit and he said no. That, uh, yeah. like, okay, please. word, word to She's that. She's a commercial real estate agent. Word to that, yeah. Please. That's true. She's and obviously she successful. She comes woman. in in a suit. She's got nice hair. Yeah. She's she's working it, and she comes I in. I assume she was single. She does have a self-satisfied streak smug. about her. Yeah, yeah oh, she's very, very smug. So. Exactly. That's a great word to describe her. But like, at the end of the day, like she's doing her damn job. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then they, yeah, they totally make her out to be this like. She was cold to Natalie because she slighted that a year ago Eric said that he didn't want to date her anymore. Yeah. Like, please. Yeah. Boy, we got please. too much other shit to worry about. She probably him. said boy bye to him. <laughs> Hopefully. Anyway. Very good. Okay. Um, oh, I, and I was laughing because they have that conversation while they're baking cookies for the bake sale. Oh, God. Because his daughter reminds him about the bake sale. She's like, have you baked anything? And he's like, no. And she's like, I can help you. Obviously, because she's a fucking baker. Right. Like, doesn't take a genius. No. She goes to look for flour. It's not there. They end up in the grocery store. This is where we meet Courtney again, which then leads to the conversation they have later when they're back at the house and they're making cookies. Um, and so, anyway, like the next day, Natalie goes into work and tells her bestie that she baked for the bake sale. And her bestie's like, oh, my gosh, you trust him. Like this was such a leap for someone is the first sign of trust. I'm thinking to myself, this was such a leap. I trust a lot more people than I thought I did. <laughs> like, no, I baked for a ten year old girl who didn't have cookies for her bake sale the next day. Because like, her father's a mansplaining douche. <laughs> That's who I baked for. I did not bake for some dude. And even if I did. Like, why is that such, there's such a leap there between, like, I made cookies, which is what I do for a friggin' living. Yeah. So, it's not a hard, it's not like a hard left turn for her to bake cookies. And what they really should have done, I think, to keep the balance For me to bake cookies? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'd be like, wait, what? We need to find this recipe first on Pinterest, because I don't know how to just put flour and sugar together to make shit. You can't even trust (laughs) Pinterest half the time. Oh my gosh, I've made so many things off there, and it was like, this is not right. Yeah, the Pinterest fail type thing? Yeah. Ugh. There are some of the, I look at it, and I'm like, Anything that's supposed to be fried, work? and then they say you can bake it, never turns out right. No. I'll give you a recipe for baked chicken wings, though, that's really good. Okay, very good. Anyway. <laughs> that's a win. <clears throat> okay, we gotta get through this. <laughs> yeah, we're an hour in already. All right. Okay. And I'm like on page two of my notes. All right. Um... 
they end up talking about how they're going to open up this bakery and makes his daughter happy. That's really what spurs him into being okay with this. His daughter's like, oh, you're going to open a bakery. That's so great, Daddy. That and not having a job. That and not having a job. Which he still, he doesn't tell his daughter. I get into this later. Like, he lies to all these people. <laughs> and I realize you have a fucking ego. But, but yes. give them enough. Like, you can't do that He shit. lies to his daughter. He lies to Natalie. Like, because he didn't tell Natalie that he lost no. his job either. No. Everyone just thinks he's taking time off. Like, because because people can take that much time uh, when they're in a financial industry. It's not my experience. And, yeah. <clears throat> anyway. So they have a bunch of contractors come in and look at the bakery. I will give Hallmark a shout out because one of three of the contractors was female. Oh, very nice. So they had someone That's come right. in and give Forgot. them a quote that was high. They had the female come in. The quote was probably around the same price or higher. Then they had a guy that came in and they're like, that's your budget. And he laughs at them and walks out. He doesn't even give them... Which is hilarious because he ends up being the one that they give the freaking contract to later. Which I was like, dude. It pisses. Give it to the freaking woman. (laughs) Sorry, I'm going to watch my language. And don't give it to the guy who laughed at you earlier. Whatever. He was probably the lowest bid. Yeah. He keeps going on and on and on about the 75%, the 25%. And I'm like, listen, she's not trying to take any of your 75%, right? Yeah, you don't have to keep talking about that. Yeah. She's just trying to get you some kind of investment with and, your 75%. And live her dream. Okay? And live her dream. Live, live her, her dream. passions. Um, oh, God. <laughs> anyway, so this is where we end up with the historic district. So the historic district commission guy, Mr. Wong, walks in in his suit and his glasses. He is so they robot man. made him <laughs> such a stuck-up, like, prick. And again, like, The people, stick is so far. <laughs> they're just people. Most of the time they're retired people that have more time than anyone else. That, that are very, you know, yes. excited about this. This dude history. is like in his late 20s with glasses on, so mm-hmm. he looks like he's 33. He is like mm-hmm. so robotic. Yeah. It is really a lot yeah. to deal with him. And so I go on a whole spiel in my notes about that. Like he looks but like some cybernet shit that came yeah. from the future. <laughs> he gives him this historic, his regulations, which are like two inches thick. And was like, yeah, we'll see, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, yeah. all this stuff, telling them basically what they need to do. Like, no one from the Historic District Commission is just going to show up. No. That they're going to wait for you they to make, make an, appointment. an application or yeah. talk to them. And if you don't do it, then they're just going to find the hell out of you. Yeah, because they don't just have time to show up places and then people aren't yeah. there. It's a volunteer <laughs> position, people. Volunteer. Okay. All right. We've said enough. Um... So anyway, they're talking about the money. Well, every sign of trouble, Eric's like, well... Let's just sell sell the place. We gotta sell. And I'm thinking to myself, like, because selling it was going so well for you. They didn't have one person that wanted to buy this friggin' shack, okay? And they talk about, like... And they show Natalie trying to buy him out at one point. This was earlier on. And, like, the bank's like, you can't use that property for collateral on that property. That was the other black lady that was in the movie, and she straight put a deny on her oh, app loan she, application. They stamped it with the most dramatic music used in the whole Which movie. Which I think was sort of fulfilling for her in a weird, creepy way. Probably. <laughs> for a black person to deny a white is person it, a loan application. It? It's like a reverse of, like, weird mm-hmm. things. What, did it make you feel good? I No, it didn't oh. make me feel good in particular. <laughs> but I just think it... Yeah. Anyway. She did have that look of satisfaction. I think it... Yeah. But they go through this, like, okay, you can't get a small business loan because you guys don't have collateral. But I'm thinking to myself, like, you own the property. Can't you get a loan of credit? Yeah, right. Doesn't that ex- I've never gotten one, so I don't know the process. Me but neither. Thinking, this thing exists. Yeah. For like a- people fix their houses. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. Um, I agree. I totally bake when I get upset. 
uh, a set. That's what the next note. So Natalie was baking because she was nervous. Oh my god. She was frustrated about it. Sammy goes over. Was this when she made the cinnamon rolls? No, she had like ten pies on her counter. Oh, that's right. That was my dream though, as I wanted one of those cinnamon rolls. I'm sorry. I apologize. All right. Okay. Keep moving on. But anyway, totally bake when I'm upset. Um, And I put case in point last week. I made two dozen cupcakes and a cake and cookies. She my did. son had a birthday party with six people. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! So she did have like it was like those um, those chess pies. It looked like yes. or like some sort of custard pie. Like yes. I wanted to eat all of them because it yes, looked like it was right amazing. up my alley. Or like a coconut cream pie. It was they something. Look like they came from Publix. Oh god. Okay. I'm hitting hard for that. Yeah, Publix, sponsor us um, right now. Okay, so business plan 101. Um, where, where are you reading? Oh, you're way down here. Oh, sorry. Here. I apologize. Um, she ends up going over, or she goes to meet him and apologizes for something or whatever. Anyway, he makes a comment about how she's glad. He's glad that she's around, blah, 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 all this other stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, you've been an ass to her this entire movie. Now you're glad yeah. she's around. Is this? Does he show up at her apartment? Is that what it is? And he's like, oh, this has been so great, especially with you. I'm just like, when did that come I don't think it's that one. Okay, they, like, right. go to each other's houses a couple different times. Yeah. So I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. And kind of in the process of all this. Oh. It's it like. at the cookie, the bake sale. Oh, He's like, I'm glad you it. came to the bake sale. Oh, very good. Okay. Because yeah. I'd enjoy your company. And they have a moment. And I'm like, yeah. you're an asshole. Well, and throughout this, I feel like he's it. sizing her up this whole time to figure out do I want to date this woman? Yes, I do. And she's sort of like, I want, my bakery. I want this bakery. Right. <laughs> exactly. She has no, she is not thinking about dating him at all because she's still got this like trust issue with men. So she's mm-hmm. just like, I just want this bakery. And this whole time, like he's showing up in suits and showing up with wine. And anyway, yeah, that I'm jumping ahead, but it's fine. <laughs> no, I will say though, it, as the, as it moves forward, she sits down with him, and she's like, listen, I went to the historic site, I went to the historic district's website, mm-hmm. I found all these old pictures of this place, I found pictures of what it looks like inside, so we have, we know what it should look like. Yeah. And I just feel like, okay, thank the Lord they're not making her out to be an idiot. Yeah. And if she's, someone is yeah. in your way, you go to them and say, what do I need to do to make this right. work? And, and she exactly says, she let's make it like an like an old Italian bakery, like Delito's bakery. Like it's obviously an old Italian bakery. Let's go with that. And she, this is where she's like, this is where B grew up. It was her parents. And he's like, and he looks so shocked. And I'm like, they're your fucking grandparents. <laughs> Again. How did you not know? Do you know bakery? your family? <laughs> like they make a comment that I guess he, like he grew up with his parents in Paris and showed up every now and then. You would still know about your grandparents. He grew up in Paris? She says something about, oh. at the beginning, Aunt B had a nephew that lived in Paris. Okay. I think I could be completely wrong. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyway. It, at the end, they don't even have don't one shocked. Italian cookie there. But anyway, that's fine. This is where I make the note about the kid, too. Because he's in a scene with his daughter, and his daughter's like, can't you take off work more often? And and he blows it off, basically. It acts <laughs> like he still has a job. And I'm like, you can't lie to your kid. Okay? I don't have a job right now, and my son knows that. And and I, you had talked to me before about... Your, your mom worked very hard mm-hmm. with everything that she did with you, and you knew it. Yeah. Like, don't hide this stuff from your yeah. kids. Because Transparency, Because they grow man. up, and they have no idea what real life is like. Transparency. Don't scare them. Like, right. Like, my son's not worried that he's not going to be able to eat or anything. Right, right, right. He knows mommy's looking for a job. Right. All right. It's, it, anyway. there you go, people. 
Again, more wisdom from yeah. Dr. Ron. Business Plan 101. And this is where Reagan really comes in. Because I act like I know about running a business, but I've never... Well, that's not true. It's well, been a long time. I don't know if I got this part. But I but feel like... Okay, so her truck breaks down. Oh, right. And I feel like she's she's obviously run a successful business. Yeah. But don't you plan... For if, if you run a business yeah. in a store, don't like, you have, like, maintenance Like a fund. Yeah. Like, you have, like, a small fund, like, set aside. Like, maybe you've got, like, a couple thousand bucks, like, in if the transmission blows or, or whatever. Right. Sure. Yeah. 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 She doesn't... Have, this truck, like, dies and she can't afford it. She doesn't have any of it, dude. And I'm like, oh, maybe we're not doing as well And as it's, like, thought. the electrical's blown, the transmission's blown, mm-hmm. and something else. And it's just, like, like, basically, she needs to just, like, walk away from this truck. Yeah, which, yeah, she ends up doing. She ends up doing. It's fine. Courtney comes back. It's this whole big thing. Yeah. I'm not even going to read half these notes. But I'll just say, like, (laughs) Courtney comes in and is like, I've got a buyer. Because she kept the property on the market when they told her not to. So irritating. I don't remember what happened. Because, like, Eric kept it on and then he took it off. And then he forgot to call Courtney at one point. And Courtney got mad at him. It it goes back and (laughs) forth. So, in all honesty, I really thought that he... Forgot to tell Courtney to take it off the market. Maybe he did. He says he doesn't, so what? we're going to believe him, even though we have trust issues. Um, so Natalie flips shit on him, because Courtney shows up in the middle of a newspaper interview about oh. their bakery opening. Because she like, just can't wait. She can't like, wait. You've seen the flyers. You know they've redone this. You're not going to walk into a property no. and see that it's completely redone and be like, I got a buyer for your property, even though you're opening tomorrow. Yeah. Smug ass bitch. Smug bitch. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway, we hate her. At some if you point, can't tell. Um, Eric like recognizes that Natalie has some worth, and we're like, okay, seventy five percent of the way through this movie, right? It's about right. Time. So this is when they're getting like what some sort of are they getting the they're loan? They're at the historic district commission ah, okay. meeting, and yes. they're talking about everything. Yeah, and again, like it would if you do your homework and you know what you want to do and you tell them what you want to do, as yeah. long as it's, they're gonna approve it. Right. Yeah. I will say, they do, they ask this hokey question, which is so funny, and it's just like, so why do you want to do this? Oh, God. This is when they do the whole meeting with the board. Okay, got yeah. it, got it, got it, got it. And, like, she goes on this whole emoting thing about the history. I will say... It was a very heart-rending speech. Yes. I mean, I got it. But the, but an HDC will probably ask that question, because they want to make sure that, like, you're not going to invest and then ruin a historic structure. Of course. I don't of know course. if you need to go that far. Oh, my. I can't remember. I'm trying to remember little pieces of what she said. It was very nice. but It was. And they basically approve it. And they're like, you'll have the paperwork signed by city council by the end of the week. That never happens, people. Uh, yeah. You have yeah. to go to a council meeting. Those agendas have to be printed. Like, it's a whole thing. Just saying. It, it doesn't take a week. Anyway, um... Bakery looks good. I have to laugh, though, because, like, it's right before they open. Yeah. Eric's, like, helping her out with stuff. And then he starts talking about all these memories he had in the kitchen. I'm like, you didn't, you didn't even act like you knew your grandparents owned it. You he, didn't even know that she, like, what? Girl, you know, sometimes. He gets all nostalgic. You just block stuff out. And then once you come back into mm-hmm. it, it just stuff rushes back at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. She doesn't want to use Ampy's old recipes because they're outdated. He takes her to this Italian restaurant. She's gushing over how good the bread is. He mentions it's these old-fashioned recipes. Of course it is. Criticizing. They go to leave. And she Natalie... also shits all over the architecture of this restaurant as well. <laughs> it's well, so it dark. Kind of it's like, which I get. Yeah. It, it looked like your quintessential Italian restaurant. Yes. Which yes. is not what a bakery should look like. No. Not at all. 
Um, so she has a point. Yeah. So I'm like, should cool. be light and airy and blah, blah, blah. That's, a, I, that's exactly what she says. <laughs> Not the blah, blah part. I was, the blah, blah. I was watching. Um, then she, like, they're leaving and she runs into her ex. Oh, this was so odd. It was so, it was. First the, of the all, that, dumpy. <laughs> Dumpy like, pants. Yeah. I was not impressed. Like, with, that's your ex, and you're, like, so broken up with the looking 25-year-old model. Oh, she was so 20. Like, this guy was, like, 43, and this woman he was with, with like, was 25. And he's on the verge of having a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm off, but just feel like... Mm, yeah. A little, yeah. A little off. Not good. 80s. Not good. But, um, anyway, he's, he's a jerk, and then Eric's like, who's that jerk? And she's like... <laughs> she's like... That's my ex-boyfriend. And I'm like, you've been an ass this whole movie. Yeah. And she stalks away, too. Like, that's my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And, da, 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 da. and then she, like, walks out. And so then he has to, like, go after her a little bit. And it's just kind of like, oh, my gosh. Like, why yeah. are you so, like, this is the, the still hung up on this guy? Yeah. I would do that if I wanted the guy to chase me and ask me questions. Right. Oh, okay. All right. I get Maybe. that. I don't think that far into it, I think. It depends on the situation. <laughs> okay. Depending Very on the situation. So then they're in the bakery. They're fixing stuff up. I have to laugh at this guy. Oh, is this so the montage of the bakery when they're, like, fixing the curtains? Not quite. This is when the electric, like, blows and they get the uh, guy to come in. Oh, right, right, right. But I just have to point out that Eric's, like, working on the electric, even though he says he knows nothing about any of this stuff. He's fine. He's in a button-down shirt and a sweater. <laughs> he ha- he totally has, like, a sweater over a button-down shirt, y'all. I'm like, you're doing electrical work. Why is he just not wearing a t-shirt and jeans? Like, yeah. I don't understand. Like, you don't have a jobby job, homeboy. Like, you're not yeah. in finance right now. Why are you wearing a sweater over a button well, down? And, and let's face it, okay? If you're working with a collar. electrical and you're not an electrician, something's going to spark. And all that wool you're wearing, up in flames. Dude, and Jason and I have had this conversation so many times, right? Jason has worked in my house and had sparks fly all over. Oh, my <laughs> God, that's right. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. But Jason is Thank so, you. like dude, electrical is not anything to fuck with. Like, you mm-hmm. don't just, like, start tinkering around with stuff. You got to turn off the power. You got to do this. You can't just, like, know, you know? Mm-hmm. So, lesson yeah. learned, man. Yeah. So then they call the, the contractor that laughed at him. Yes, this then is he when he gets the job. And fixes it. Yeah, I know, right? Great. Anyway, now we get to the montage. All the besties are on board. Yeah. So we have Sam with Nick. Yes. Everybody's working their ass off. Yeah. And the truth comes out because Nick tells Natalie about... Well, Eric didn't have anything else to do. <laughs> I mean, it's basically what he's like. He's like, but he seems so happy around you. And then Sam's with Eric, and they have that, oh, she lights up around you. I'm like, really? Do oh people talk gosh. like that? And y'all... As a bestie, yeah. like, I'm going to get in there, and I'm going to make you say shit about her. I'm not saying anything. I want to find out what you really think, and I'm putting your feet in hot water, and mm-hmm. I'm going to figure out if this is... Yeah, just so you know. Robin's who you want around in this situation. What I'm worried about is all these thick-ass cobwebs that are hanging around in this movie. (laughs) I want to know what kind of spiders. This is some Black Widow shit. Because these cobwebs, these are the thickest cobwebs I've ever seen. They have cobwebs hanging off of the counters, like, between. So they have all these, like... What do you call those? The lidded... The old-fashioned cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, like, where you'd put cupcakes, like, inside with the glass thing over the, the top. Costume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they have She's all these... She's playing charades with me. This is what we're doing. Uh, right. I'm doing all these hand motions. So, like, there's all these thick-ass cobwebs, and I'm just like, did... Like, when are we going to clean these off? Like... <laughs> yeah. It's not like she was working in the bakery and just decided to leave one day and never go back. <laughs> it's 
literally killing me, y'all. Like these cobwebs. It, it's it's Halloween store cobwebs. It, it is. It is the cobwebs absolutely yeah, that I put in bushes. front of my house last year that are like just yeah, that look thick. great until the day after Halloween and you curse yourself <laughs> forever putting them out. Oh my gosh! It's so long to get those cobwebs off yes. them bushes. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just so bad at these cobwebs. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry. And she, I apologize. Natalie invites uh, Eric over. He gets all dolled up thinking it's a date. It's totally not a date. Totally awkward. Which all and dolled she up apologizes. was one of his V-neck sweaters yes. <laughs> and a blazer over it. Yeah, but he had like, he had like those fancy, almost shiny, dark denim jeans Did on. Did he? Like, he, he tried. He's like looking at himself in the mirror and his daughter's even commenting like, okay, why are you Eric. getting dressed up? You know, I thought you were just having a business meeting. Yeah. So his daughter totally called him. This is business. Yeah, and I'm glad he did. Love he does business. mention. Oh my god. He did mention he got a babysitter for the kid. I'm like, okay, at least we're keeping. He's a good dad. We're keeping that going. Yeah, he, he didn't just leave her at home. But he goes over with wine and flowers, and she like answers the door in sweats and an apron, and her hair is in a ponytail, and she's baking. That's not a great picture of him. Oh, he's okay. old in that picture. Anyway. Um. So anyway, it's this whole big thing, and they, like, kind of flirt, and she falls at one point, and he catches her, and then there's, like, this almost kiss, and then she starts apologizing, because he had, the, like, a wrong idea. Guys, this is very pertinent in this day and age, specifically this, this whole thing going on in our country right now. This is shit. Yeah. You do not apologize. No. No. There was not one, there has not been one romantic moment between these two up to this point. And every time they get together, they, they say, this is just business. Yeah. He should, like. So why did he what? think that this was going to be like a date? And if guess what? If he wanted what? it to be a date, it was on him to make it a date. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Guess what? If you wanted to be a date, ask for a date. And if, if you weren't sure if it was a date, ask if this is a date. Yeah. Right? And like, can leans, we date? If she leans in on for a kiss and she's not sure and you want one, then lean in for a kiss. Right. And if she backs off, do not make her apologize for it or make her feel bad for it. No. He does Ridiculous. say it's not her fault or whatever. But I just think that that says a lot about where we are, that women still feel the need to apologize for shit. Word. Anyway. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, that took a whole page of notes. So, yeah. So, uh, they get back to the bakery, I think. Yeah, and this that. is this is actually where Courtney's in there is, like, I find a buyer. They have this argument on the street, Eric and Natalie. Yep. Natalie's like, how could you do that? And he goes, I would never do that to you. And I'm thinking to myself, you've been after this the whole movie. Why? Yeah, why, why would she not shocked? think that you wouldn't do this? Yeah. And I, it was so, I, I feel like it was the most tense standoff that we've ever had in a Hallmark movie, but I died laughing through the whole thing. Well, because they were not disagreeing about anything in this argument. Like, he wanted the bakery, and she wanted the bakery. He didn't want to sell the bakery, and she didn't want to sell the bakery. He didn't tell Courtney to get these buyers. Courtney, who's acting like Ann Coulter, right. <laughs> That's what I was going to say earlier. She kind of resembled, like, the long hair. She does have an Ann Coulter sort of appearance. Okay, that's great. Anyway, you can tell anyway, where my mind's been. Yes. Um, but anywho. So, they... I think, did they end up arguing it? Like, did they leave that argument mad at each other? Kind of. So, he, like, basically leaves with the idea that he's going to be, like, a silent partner. Oh, She's going to run the bakery. So dramatic over one fight. He's at his house. Like, his daughter's talking to him about the bakery. He's like, I'm not going to go for the opening. I don't think I need to get involved. Blah, blah, blah. Besties 
are whooping up shape in the bakery. Natalie's there watching everything. Everything's great. They tell Natalie to go home and relax. They'll mm. finish this, right? Natalie goes home, and I, she knocks the old recipe book in, in the most contrived way you would <laughs> knock anything off with acting like you didn't knock it off the table on purpose, even though you obviously did. Yes. This whole book with all these little notes and stuff in it lands in a perfect pile. That pissed me off. Yeah. That is not realistic. No, nobody. Just show me that she can be a mess sometimes. Right. So I feel like I can relate. And anyway, she finds this old letter that Eric wrote to his aunt when oh, he was like eight. Yes. And it has a recipe for his cupcake that he wanted her to bake. Which is like, no eight-year-old knows like how much flour and how much sugar and how much corn yeah. starch or whatever it I is. I said I'm choking <laughs> on the vomit. I clearly I don't know how to bake because I don't think corn starch goes in recipes. Not really. You can put it in icing though if you wanted to get firm. Just so you baking have... powder. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Sugar. Yeah. Right. All that stuff. Eggs. Anyway, Just go eggs, eggs <laughs> flour, and sugar. Butter. You will never go wrong. Butter's good. Sometimes yeah. milk or water. Okay. <laughs> so anyway. So anyway. I um, don't bake. And then I, I, I need to hear your take on this. So she gets a call and she goes to the bakery because something's wrong. Yo, these fucking people. <laughs> so, Nick. Nick, did he leave the water on? What no. happened? Oh, no. He left the oven on too high. And so then the sprinkler system went off. Everything. Dude. By the way, their fresh pastries that they're making in this bakery were already out the night before. Right? Okay. I was like, this is some day old shit anyway. What were you guys doing? Like, this is not. Okay. Every... Most bakeries open at 3 or 4 a.m. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Anybody knows. This is the only reason that... I haven't opened one yet. Anybody. <laughs> right. Probably can't do that shit. <laughs> Anybody knows that a freaking bakery opens early, 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 early in the morning. Like, they bake shit at freaking four in the morning so that by nine when you show up with your ass, <laughs> with your work clothes on, you have the not you, so good that croissant that you are eating yeah. is fresh. Nobody bakes shit the night before. That's like some day-old crap. Like, that's where day-old comes from, that you would bake it the yeah. night before, the day before, the and then sell it the next day. is a cake. Because if you put, like, a layer of icing... Right, you want it to harden and all that other... Right. And it keeps the moisture in the cake. Absolutely. Like, you cover it, right? Listen, y'all, we know this. But as I was watching this movie, yes, I was like, this is some... This would have been some day-old shit. I was there seeing your expression. Because, girl, you know, I was like, this is ridiculous. Because now the stuff that's three hours old, that will be 24 hours old (laughs) the next day... Is is ruined. Soaked. By the sprinkler system. So, this sprinkler system... It just ruined everything. All the stuff. Because, of course, they had stuff, like, out. It wasn't in a case. It was out everywhere. Which means it'll be stale by tomorrow morning. Exactly. So the water may have done it good. Yeah, right. So what wouldn't have happened with the just regular old air has now been just totally just doused with water. So, like, they all have to come back. Eric shows up, like, a freaking knight in shining armor, like, can I help you? And he brings his daughter with him. Okay. At least she's there. Because if he showed up alone, I would have been like, dude, where's your kid? Where your baby at? Right. Um, she disappears for the like, yes. until the next morning. We don't see her. She has been put in a sleeping bag under the table. We dried it off first. Don't worry. She's not going to drown. We're good. We're no good, responsible parents. drowning nine-year-olds or how old um, she is. But the alarm company called him. Because the sprinkler system went off. The alarm company. Yes. Because, of course, you can't afford the extra oven, but you have to have... <laughs> CPI, yeah. as we've talked about CPI in previous episodes. Oh, I love this. 
okay. They probably get calls from us. Anyway. They do. <laughs> okay. So they work all night. They hustle. Um, basically, Natalie and Sam teach Nick and Eric how to bake. <laughs> and I feel like, okay, this is where your daughter would... Lo- she's so excited about you owning a bakery. Why isn't she helping you bake cookies? Like, any... My kid would be... Dallas would be right in there. Because girls, 2 a.m. and they trying to do this. Yeah. <laughs> She's okay. got school the next day. I mean, yeah. I get it. I understand. But at the same time, you had to bring her, so then you might as well have made her part of the experience. I just feel like my son would not be going to sleep. Yeah, right? He'd like, be a mess. All the mixers. But he'd be like, all the mixers going. Like, I want to put the sprinkles on everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Totally. Anyway. Eating donuts. Um, they, get it, they get it together. Yeah. They look amazingly refreshed in the morning. Everybody's changed. It's a whole thing. Every and then you know the the besties, by the way, are are like dating now. Right, they're all up. So on maybe it. they'll have their own spinoff show. We're working on it because they're black. So let's get them a spinoff show. Just cause you should, Hallmark. <laughs> yep. Ideas. See, we're giving you like your next season. Truly, madly, sweetly, part two. Yeah. Truly, madly, dumpy. <laughs> Sorry. Truly, blackly, sweetly. <laughs> in this all up in this bakery <laughs> anyway sorry uh, what they go oprah and rebuy and the truck who's oprah's woman you love Stedman. oh gail yeah gail i love gail you need to listen to this gail yes this woman's got some ideas they go and you... rebuy the truck back and they do their own you they know cross country baking they do a barbecue truck <laughs> wow okay anyway sorry um they look great the kids there again in the morning so everything's good she's alive <laughs> She's dry. Uh, you know, they have this big grand opening that they only had five flyers for. But anyway, <laughs> they go out. She goes out to greet everybody in the morning. There's eight people. And she's got like a plate of food that she's giving them free shit already. Like, fine. Yeah. Mr. Wong is on it. Mr. Oh, was Mr. Wong there? District he was. Commission guy is the... He's, Robot man. He's grabbing the cookies on his way in. I will have a cookie. <laughs> they threw in a couple of other Asian people in the background, so we knew that there's an Asian area, I thank, guess, in San Francisco. Thank you for inviting me. Wow. <laughs> Everyone's in and the bakery. So, yeah. So, then Everyone, Nikki and... Yeah. Oh, sorry. What's Natalie. her name? Natalie and Eric. They step out of the bakery. And... Go for it. They have a whole conversation about their love. <laughs> it's all innuendo. It's like... Just say it. So, it's basically just like, are they going to date now? And, like, can she trust him now? And she can, I think, right? Yeah. And then... And then she has to apologize more because she's ruined everything. Oh, right. Yeah. Because she's smart. Yeah. Right. And she didn't just, like, fold over, like, some other 23-year-old cupcake. And, um, you know, pun intended. And then they decide that they are going to... Date. And date. she gives him the box. She Oh, that's right. She gives him the box. And she's like, I found this recipe. You know, you must have written this when you were blah, 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 blah. And he's like, oh my gosh, I totally remember. And it's like... Yeah, you totally remember. Okay. Be, like 45 years later. <laughs> maybe not 45, but maybe 45. <laughs> Just that, what was that? That might have been oh. totally on point, Robin. I mean, this Wait, guy. Early 50s, right? Should I look at how old he is? I probably should. I feel like they had an angle at some point in the movie from, like, the back of his head that really made it look bad. 
It looked like he had a bald spot. And I know it's because the color of his hair. It wasn't really a bald spot. He's 48. So, yeah. Not too far off. Okay, so like 40 years. He's going to be 49 in October, so. 40 instead of 45. Okay. Damn, I'm good. Um, Anyway, we end with a kiss. Yes. And it's pretty good. I would have to say it's, it's a good kiss. I'm I'm with it. I, I have to. Hab is just like <laughs> pink up. And she's thirty nine, so she's oh perfect. Yep, absolutely. Good age range. Yep. All yes. right. Just cheese. turned thirty nine. Cheese factor, very cheesy. Oh, completely. Just all the meat cute and the like the elevator scene and the coffee spilling scene and. Just all of it. It's just very like, mm-hmm. and the montage of them getting the bakery. It's super cheese. The oh, two, completely. the two black, you know, best friends. Cheesy. It's all cheesy. Tell cheese me again fest. How you feel. It's a fucking cheese fest. <laughs> Five on cheese. Five on cheese. Believability. Okay. Yeah, like no, no. <laughs> nobody's aunt leaves you a bakery in a historic district that you jointly in San own Francisco with someone who runs a truck. Jointly run- right. No, no, this doesn't happen. You either get the bakery or you don't, or you get some shitty piece of land yeah. in Arizona. I feel if I, if I had a piece of property where I want two people to own it that I've never met, <laughs> I'm going to divide it into yeah. two pieces. Of right. Or I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's fine. So no, right. not believable. Um, <sighs> Oh Yeah. Douchey yeah. finance guy. Oh, yeah. He's, like, the serious finance guy. Yes, for sure. She's, like, the bakery lady who doesn't know about business. Mansplaining. Yeah, he's... There's a lot of mansplaining. Mm-hmm. There's, like, the trope token black best friends that, like, are telling you about your life the whole way. Like, they're the ones mm-hmm. that are, like, the voice of reason. Yeah, Nick doesn't seem worried at all that he doesn't have a job. No. He's straight up chilling. Yeah. He's like, I'm painting a column in the middle of a bakery. Life is great. Nick's the one I was worried yeah, about. Yeah, but he, it, that's so true. And he has n- no stake in this bakery at all. Like, yeah. is he looking for a job? I hope no, he's so. He's getting laid by Sammy. <laughs> I mean, sorry. He's getting free kisses from Sammy. Free kisses. <laughs> so keep hard. it hallmark. Okay. <laughs> hashtag keep it hallmark. Yeah, hashtag keep it hallmark. You know, we say these oh hashtags and then you use different ones. I'm sorry, because I forget them and then I don't write them down while I'm re-listening anyway, to this. Anyway, um... Believability cheese. Diversity. Very diverse, but not in the roles you want. Very little screen time for the yes. diversity. Yes, and just very stereotypical diversity. You know yeah. what I mean? It was like... So maybe a three just because of the amount, but that would be solely the only thing that gets you a three. Right, like the black lady loan officer and the Asian guy historic, you know, preservation society guy, and then the two black best friends, which is so typical. Like, mm. not a lead role. I mean, they had a decent amount of lines, I guess, but just still that like supporting yeah, character. I mean, word. Why do they have to fuck it up at the end? I know. And then just like t- totally that supporting character of like that. The white people get their dream. The black wise person in the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like so like okay, you've done this a hundred thousand times, at Hallmark. Like I'm pretty get sure it you made it a brand. It, yeah, it is its own brand exactly. Um, Chemistry. Yeah. So. I mean, I felt like in the moments where they had those like almost kiss and whatever, I mean, I was taken by it. I felt, I felt like their chemistry was good. I mean, I felt like a four, like a three or four out of five. I'd give it a two or a three. Yeah. Just so let's call it a three. he was a jerk. And I know that was his character. I, I, I didn't feel him being genuine at all, except the scenes with his daughter. 
So what's interesting is I believe Dylan Neal and his real life wife wrote this movie or or yeah. had some sort of hand in He's the like writing an of it. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's very interesting. Is she dagger? Is he trying to tell her something? <laughs> Girl, sorry. <laughs> trust issues. <clears throat> Serious trust issues. All right. So overall, I mean, I guess it's a three for me. Okay. Are you going to relate it to muscadine wine? <laughs> Sugary sweet. Ray has no time for that shit. I ain't got no time for that. Y'all, oh my god. We went to this wine tasting. Sugary sweet. crazy. I won't even, I won't shout out the winery because these people are trying to make a living. But like, yo, this wine was... Some people like it. If you like really sweet wine, you'll like it. Yes. Reagan does not. Then go to North Myrtle Beach and go to a winery there. (laughs) Where you can get a tasting of some sweet ass wine that for me... I don't need wine. I don't need alcoholic Kool Aid. It's not okay. (laughs) We did that in college. (laughs) Well, I mean, if you're gonna put vodka in Kool Aid, that's one thing. I mean, Kool Aid and Tang is not a bad, not a bad Friday night. Tang. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway, um, so overall, I I may give it a three. I I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah. There are other ones that I would watch again. Yeah. Because they were cute. I mean, did it perk me up? Yeah, because it was just funny. But it was funny because I was laughing at all the ways that it was so wrong. Right, exactly. Yeah. I, just, I didn't like him that much. I just wasn't getting it. Yeah, I I don't know. He doesn't do it for me either. I mean, I think, I'm sure he's a great looking guy for some people. I don't even think it's I about mean, the looks. Yeah. Just... And I mean, it's not like I can't be attracted to a 50-year-old man because trust I could. But, and there are some men out there that I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, that are... If Harrison Ford was single, I don't care how old that man is. <laughs> yeah, word. I would be on that I list. mean, shit, Brad Pitt's probably 50, and I'm ready for that. Are but you? anyway. He's got some issues he's dealing with. <laughs> well, he does, but and Angelina and them kids, but we can navigate that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it together. Okay, uh, so um, anyway... married woman in the room. Right, right, right. Speaking of um, what we're doing next, so... <laughs> Not what we were talking about. Um, So Fall Harvest is what's happening on Hallmark right now. Um, Next one is All of My Heart, The Wedding, which I feel like if I didn't see All of My Heart, the first one, I'm probably not going to be into that. that It's Lacey Chabert and that other dude who looks kind of feminine. I can't get into it. Um, So maybe there's some other Fall Hallmark ones that we can. Yeah, we'll we'll get into this. But I think we want to stay current. Let's do some current shit. And, yeah, um, we're done with the old school stuff. Yeah. It's but too old school. We can sometimes come back to it, but just, yeah, like, I like this. Yeah. I still want to do another Murders and Mysteries because that was really fun. That was hysterical. If you guys have not heard our um, Along Came a Nanny, go listen to oh, that because it's I, hilarious. That was one of the best ones that I think we've recorded. Oh my gosh. I had I so laughed out loud listening, re-listening to it. It was she so great. She fell off the chair a couple times there too. Absolutely. This is what Reagan does. It is. So... Well, thanks again. Rate us. Leave comments. Tell us to stop drinking. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, please go rate and review us. We're on iTunes. I need to get us on, like, all them other platforms. But thank you guys so much for listening. Um, And we'll talk to you again on uh, Happy Happily. What is this podcast called? Happily Never After. Thanks, guys. Bye.